Hello, how are you? What a wonderful day. Every day is a great day. If you don't believe it, try missing one. <laughs> I want you to like this page and share it. I, I want you to to listen to this message that's that's been in my heart and and it's been on my mind. And I, and I think that, that some of you, as I, as, as I talk, that you can get some benefit from it. And, and it's, it's about how do, you, how do you maintain your sanity in a, in a very toxic, negative, hateful world? And at the same time, when the rug is being snatched out from you, from under you, Economically, I mean, thousands of people are losing their jobs every day. And, and those who, who are kept, they have to do three and four jobs with no additional compensation and no job security. Uh, statistics are indicating, and there's an article I read once called is your job killing you? That over 60% of people who are working on their jobs who are suffering from stress and anxiety and working with people that they hate and doing something that they don't enjoy doing just to pay the bills. And, and, and what can happen to you, and it happened to me, I understand it. I remember when I was working at WVKO radio station and Bert Charles, who was the general manager, made my life a living hell. I was the morning personality, but I thought that radio was not just something that should be used to entertain people. I thought that people should be educated as well as entertained, and I was entertaining. And people should be empowered and become engaged in dealing with things that was affecting them. And that part, they didn't like that. Just just, just entertain, just laugh and be happy and, and motivate people and, and, and do your rhymes. And I said, no, I, I'm not here just to do that. That we can bring about social change. And so he... Just he, he he created a very stressful environment for me, and I I went in every day. Now nobody's holding a gun to my head, but you say, well, Les, why'd you do it? Well, I said to myself, the job pays the bills. It pays the bills. I understand. I, I remember a, a, a guy that. One of the, the guys that worked for me because I was a program director and 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 Bird talked about him and, and went up one side of him and down the other and and later after the meeting we went into the restroom and I heard some of the guys say, I, I wouldn't have taken that. And I knew why he took it. He had four kids, a wife, a mortgage note. In a car note. I knew why he took it. He didn't want to, but that job, it paid the bills. And sometimes 
your environment can begin to affect how you think and narrow your vision of yourself. I want you to like this page and share it. I want you to like this and share it. I want to share something with you. I want you to wake up. Sometimes you have to be jarred. You have to be jarred. And, and that's what happened to me. You have to be jarred. You, something, sometimes things need to happen to you that will wake your behind up. Do you hear me? That will wake you up. I was very controversial. And there was an issue called the Kahiki Incident. And people who, in, who live in Columbus, Ohio, you can call them if you know anybody, they'll tell you, they'll confirm what I say. And, and it was an incident where police had, had beaten a Vietnam veteran and his mother and his wife, Barbara Johnson, and, and struck him while he was holding his baby. I'll never forget that. That's why I was fired for editorializing on that. Like this page and share it. Like it and share it. And Marion White said, in life, when you don't have enough courage or insight to know that you have outgrown a situation and it's time to move on, life will move on you. Whoa, did you hear that? In life, when you don't have enough courage or insight to know that you have outgrown a situation and it's time to move on. Life will move on you. And so Bert Childs, literally, he was an angel from the universe. Because I had outgrown WVKO. But I didn't have the courage. I didn't believe enough in myself to say, no, I'm out of here. I, I didn't even have enough insight to face the reality that this was not my place anymore. See, wherever you are is your rightful place. Your rightful place is where your thoughts have brought you. Your true place is where your thoughts can take you. And so, I had outgrown that. But I didn't know. I didn't know at the time. And so, I was like most people, I was showing up. I worked just hard enough to keep from getting fired, and they paid me just enough to keep me from quitting. But the truth of the matter is, I did a lot of work I didn't get paid for. No, I never did that. I was a community activist, I was program director, I was manager of station operations, I was a music director, I did editorials, I was involved in the community. I, I wore several hats that I didn't get paid for. I'm the kind of person, if I'm going to do something, I'm all in. I'm going to do it 150%. But that place was no longer me. And and so I editorialized on this police brutality case, the Kahiki incident that took place on Broad Street in Columbus, Ohio. And it was very controversial. <laughs> oh, boy. But, but let me make a long story short. I came to the radio station after doing an editorial that, that people were fired up about. And what I was doing that time, when I would do an a, 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 a editorial, people 
turned on the radio. Hello, this is Les Brown. I want to talk to you today. People, they were, they were served at notice. They were called people and said, listen, Les is doing an editorial. And so I did this editorial. And so the next day I came to the radio station, got there at, at, at 5 o'clock. I was supposed to go on the air at 6 o'clock. I got there around 5.30. And it was a sun-up and, and, and sundown radio station. I got my records out of the car and went up to the door to put my key in the door. And the key didn't fit. Like this page and share it. I got a story. You never heard this but at all the motivational messages and all the things that's on YouTube. You haven't heard this one up in here. Like this page and share it. Say, Mamie Brown's boy is loose. <laughs> Like this page and share it. I, I, I'm looking for some people who who want to step out of line, who want to be in more control of their future. I want you to go. I want you to go to workwithless.com. Workwithless.com because I'm I'm going to share with people how you can create multiple streams of income. Why? Because it puts you in control of your life. It puts you in control of your life. I never. I never focus on getting rich. I never wanted to be rich. I just want to be comfortable. And then I realized if you want to be comfortable, you got to have some money because money gives you choices. You feel better. It helps you to get a good night's sleep. You hear me? And so I feel better when I have money. Okay, now. So at any rate, my key didn't fit. I tried again. The key didn't fit. That's hmm. That's odd. And so there was a car in the parking lot. Reverend Mike Reeves, he's a pastor there at Corinthian Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. I trained Mike and Kirk Bishop. And there was the engineer's car. So I went and sat in my car the lock had been changed. Six o'clock came, Mike Reeves came on. Hello, this is the Mike Reeves Show. I said, oh, Bird fired me. Oh, he changed the lock and didn't have the courage to fire me in my face. I said, no. This is not happening like this. Now, mind you, <laughs> this is a this is the young Les Brown. I'm not telling everybody to do this. This was the young Les Brown, the crazy Les Brown with a K. <laughs> like this page and share it. So I'm sitting there thinking, what am I going to do? I looked up and there was a window in the engineer's room. And I drove my car next to the building, got up on the hood of my car, and I looked in the window. Nick Bodie, an engineer. I said, Nick? He said, yes. I said, do you know that I'm crazy? He said, yes. I said, then open the door. <laughs> he went around. And he opened the door and he said, I ain't got nothing to do with this. I ain't got nothing to do with it. 
When I passed the control room, Mike saw me, and he went out the back door of the radio station. He left the studio. And <laughs> I shouldn't be telling you all this. Oh, my God. I came in, and I opened up the microphone, and I, I blockaded the door with furniture. I said, hello, this is Les Brown. This is my last day on the air. Burchows has fired me, but I'm not leaving here until he comes and fire me in my face. I'm going to talk. There will be no music today. And so... <laughs> they call the Upper Arlington Police. <laughs> and so they came... And they knocked on the window and said, um, leave the studio. You're trespassing. You've been fired. I said, I'm glad you said that. Ladies and gentlemen, the Upper Arlington police are here, and they told me I've been fired. Come, come out of the studio. I said, listen, I've been fired. Look at all this furniture blocking this door. It takes work to move all of that furniture. I've been fired. I don't work for free. <laughs> I'm willing to cooperate. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, thank you. I, I should have been singing that song years ago. Lord, deliver me from myself. <laughs> so, so, I talked about everything and everybody. Governor Jim Rhodes, everything. I mean... <laughs> All, all the things I editorialized about. And, uh, and so finally, they had to break in there. <laughs> they got somebody to, to break the door out and, and, and come in there and get me. And they handcuffed me. And there was a, a policeman who had been listening from Columbus, Ohio. He came up to Upper Arlington. Upper Arlington is 12 miles from Columbus. And when he brought me out, he said, you can't take him out in those handcuffs. He said, why? We told him to leave, and he didn't leave. He said, I understand, but you can't take him out there in those handcuffs. And he said, why? Have you looked outside? He said, no, look outside. And over 3,000 people had packed in this field surrounding this radio station. And he said, they said, we'll call for backups. said, trust me, you don't want to handle this like this. He said, let me talk to him. He said, Les? I said, yes. David Vine, that was his name, David Vine. He said, you promised to leave here and not come back. I said, yes. My work is through here. He said, take the handcuffs off and let him go out with his head up. And they took the handcuffs off me. And I went out and and people were cheering, Mamie Brown's boy, Mamie Brown's boy, he's free. <laughs> oh, my God. September the 22nd. September the 22nd. 1978. I walked out of WVKO radio station without being in handcuffs. When you don't have enough courage or insight to know, that you have, you have outgrown a situation, life will move on you.
I'd outgrown that situation, but I didn't realize it. And Helen Keller said, when one door closes, another door opens. But most of us spend so much time talking about and, and complaining about the closed door, we don't see the open door. I believe in angels. And a man named Horace Perkins, he was a salesman. He was like an Archie Bunker type. And he was a mentor to me. And, and he came by my apartment on Sunbury Road, Crossroads Apartments, and gave me some petitions. He said, Les, people love you. You ought to run for state representative. I said, man, I don't know anything about politics. I just know how to encourage people to come out and vote. He said, neither do the people who run for office. He said, you ought to do it, man. People love you. And the rest is history. I did. I beat a 22-year incumbent named Robert Cobb. Bob Cobb. Beat him, hands down. And that took my life in another direction. Now, why am I sharing this with you? That there are people today, I started off saying, is your job killing you? This is a different time. Statistics are indicating that over 60% of people are more stressed out on their job and suffering from anxiety than ever before. That the jobs today are creating such stress that it's so unhealthy that people are suffering from heart disease and strokes and heart attacks. Just think about that. That the death rate on Monday morning in America increases heart attacks, increases 35% people getting ready to go to jobs that they hate on Monday morning, and most die on the toilet. Just think about that. And let, and let me read some statistics to you. And so when you think about your life, here's what we have available to us. Choose ye this day whom ye shall serve. You have the ability to make a choice. And I think this next choice in, in my life is to help people learn how to earn money. See, mo motivation without money is a, a pitiful situation. <laughs> people say money won't make you happy, but everybody want to find out for themselves. <laughs> I know that's right. Look at him. And so if you work on a job, you have lack of passion, you're miserable every morning, you, you start praying and speaking in tongues when 60 minutes come on on Sunday evening. <laughs> if you dislike the people that you work with, if you're staying on a job just, just to pay the bills, here's, here's, here's what I think it's important. If you want to be able to learn how to make it during insane times, crazy times, one you got to have mental resolve. You got to have a program and a ritual to fortify yourself, to live your life from the inside out and rather than from the outside in. Two, today you need to increase your skill set on how to earn more money. Yeah, why? Today you have to have a minimum of, of three competencies, three different ways that you can create income, multiple streams of income. 
because there are no guarantees. This is an entrepreneur's era. We're going toward what is called the end of work, that, that we're going to a jobless economy, that we're being replaced by artificial intelligence. I'm telling you, listen, they're not listening to me, Linda. Listen to me, Linda. They're not talking about this on television in the impeachment hearings. Listen, you, you want to impeach yourself and get off that job that's killing you. Listen to these statistics. 60% of, of U.S. workers are stressed out of their minds, hate going to work, and there's a strong correlation between workplace stress and serious illness, such as heart disease and anxiety. One new study linked job hatred to a shortened lifespan. Come on. Are you kidding me? No. No, you have greatness in you. No, you have the ability to do more than you can ever begin to imagine. Here's what I know that happened to me. Sometimes life can knock you senseless and you can't think. You can't think. That's why when, when something happened, I never forget when I, when my mother died, they said to me, don't make any major decisions over the next year. Why? Because that was a hit. That was a, a blow. When you, when you have something traumatic happen to you, like losing your job or going through a divorce or losing someone that you love, you're not all there. And so in order to make it, you, you have to first, come on now, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. When shall the kingdom of God come? The kingdom of God cometh not by observation. They shall say, it's neither low there, low here. Behold, the kingdom of God is within you. That's the time you've got to work on yourself. You've got to work on your mind. Be ye not conformed, conform, conform to this world. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Let's, let's break that up right now. Number one, most of us have a propensity to conform. We're all born unique, but most of us die copies. I mean, look at the proliferation of, of, of tattoos. Where did that come from? We have so many people that's been incarcerated. You can't write on the walls. There's a penalty. There are consequences. So they write on each other's bodies. And so now... You see tattoos everywhere. The underground has become mainstream. And I have a friend, he, he paid $200 for a tattoo. I said, man, you so black, can't nobody see that? <laughs> Come on, brother. Come on, tell me what. I don't see that but some blisters. <laughs> Are you serious? Man, go get your money back. <laughs> Uh, about $200 for my husband to get a, 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 a tattoo. I want to turn around and say, you should have bought him some books. <laughs> uh, you know, so people have a propensity to do what other people do. Be not conformed. 
But you're not conform. Most people conform. We've been programmed to, to get a job, to work for somebody else. We've been programmed to, to follow other people, the followers following the followers. Step out of line. Wake up. They somebody stay woke. No, most people are asleep. Stay woke. No, wake up. Had to wake up. Because what happened, the reason that Bert Charles fired my behind, because I didn't have enough courage and belief in myself. I didn't have enough insight to know that that was no longer my rightful place. Your rightful place is where your thoughts have brought you. Your true place is where your thoughts can take you. I'm in my true place now, changing lives, speaking around the world. I'm in my true place now, being my own boss, calling my own shots, traveling around the world, inspiring and motivating people. I'm living my dream. It was always available to me, but I didn't believe in myself. I was like everybody else. I had this limited vision of myself. Ye shall know the truth. Ye shall know the truth. Be still and know. And the truth shall set you free. And once I discovered the truth of who I was, once I, I took the time to think, to pray and say, speak, Lord, thy servant heareth thee. Once I realized that I was not mentally fit to work for somebody for the rest of my life. Somebody tell me what time to be there and what time to get off and, and, and how long I have for lunch and ask for permission when I can go on vacation. Now, some people cut out for that. That's not me. No. That's not me. And some of you listening to me, you know what I'm talking about. You can feel me in your heart. You know. You know. Spending 40 to 60 hours a week doing something that's not you. Trying to rob Peter to pay Paul. You know. You don't want to go out like that. No. That's why you're listening to me. This message is not for everybody. Most people who started out hearing me, they're gone now. They don't want to hear this because they have to deal with themselves. For those of you that can hear me, he who has ear, let him hear. So my goal, I like M's. My mother's name is Mamie. So M is a special alphabet. I've been providing motivation and now I'm going to teach you how to make money. Come on, somebody. <laughs> I can hear somebody say, talk to me, Les. Talk to me. I want you to go to workwithless.com. Workwithless.com. And I'm going to share with you what we're doing. I've got a variety of things that I'm looking at. But I'm, I'm looking for some hungry ones. you got to be hungry. I don't want to work with everybody. I don't want to work with everybody. I When I decided to speak, I was not going to be a black speaker. Oh, you can see my paint job. I didn't want to be in a box. I wanted to speak to the planet. To the planet. And I... And I I've... I'm amazed... 
Sometimes I surprise myself. <laughs> you know, have you ever said, I can't believe I'm doing this? A lady said to me the other day, you have no idea how you have affected my life. You don't even know me. I'm so honored to meet you. I said, me? And her husband said, yes, you. And watching you and seeing you, you don't have a clue. You don't have a clue how many people's lives you have reached, man. I said, me? Yes, you, Mamie's boy, you've made your mother proud. I heard a song yesterday. It got me, it said, Lord, if you don't do anything else for me, you've done enough. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If, if, if God didn't do anything else for me, allow me to have the drive, the determination, the hunger not to give up, to take care of my mother, to buy her a home, the hunger to make her proud if it, only because of God's grace and mercy, to kick fourth stage cancers, but every day to the extent I have to soak my feet in Epsom salt. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got issues. I got issues. I've been beating the hell out of cancer so badly. The cancer rate in my neighborhood in Cascade has dropped by 97%. <laughs> Oh, behave, whatever. <laughs> so, I'm looking for some hungry people. What do you do in, in crazy times like this? One, you got to work on your mind. Here, here are the, 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 the messages online that I want you to watch. It's possible. I'm speaking to 12,000 people in Chicago with a PBS special. And... Les Brown speaking in the Georgia Dome. It's not over. Tell you when. Other one is getting unstuck. And there's another one. You deserve. If, if you watch those on a regular basis. And next thing is fortifying your mind so you have the mental resolve. Next thing is increasing your skill set. I'm going to show you what I've done. I've earned millions of dollars doing what I love. I'm going to show you what I've done. You learn, you earn, you pass it on. Increasing your skill set on how to generate money outside of a job. The journey of the broke. Some of y'all need that. If you're ready to learn how you, using your talents, using your voice, using your story, how you, can increase your income dramatically. I want you to go to workwithless.com. Workwithless.com. Go there right now. Go workwithless.com and get other people to do the same thing. Like this page and share it. The other thing is you have to work on your mind on a regular basis. As I said, 
you know, when you first get up in the morning, whatever you hear the first 20 minutes when you wake up, it affects the spirit of your day. That's number one. Number two, you want to increase your skill set, create multiple streams of income. My mama used to say it's a poor rat that only has one hole to get cheese out of. <laughs> Maybe, bro, she was something else. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's better to have money and not need it than to need it and not have it. The other thing is, and this is major, being a part of a community of collaborative, achievement-driven, supportive relationships. That's important. Being in a, in a community of positive, motivated, optimistic, driven, hungry people. That's major. That's major. Because relationships affect you. You earn within two to $3,000 of your closest friends. When I found that out, I got away from all my broke friends. So Y'all got to go. Because people rub off on you. You earn within two to $3,000 of your closest friends. People who earn a hundred or $200,000 a month don't hang out with people who earn thirty dollars or $40,000 a month. Birds of a feather flock together. I'm telling you what I know. Like this page and share it. Like it and share it. My sister was called upon on the job where she was working to train her replacement. And so Sharon said, I'm not doing that. She had an attitude. And they said, listen, if you want your severance pay, you will train her and train her well. And we're going to test her to see how good of a job you did. Can you imagine divorcing someone and, and your husband come in with his girlfriend and say, look, I, I need you, she can't cook good, so I need you to teach her how to cook like you. <laughs> you know what? You about to make me lose my mind up in here. Up in here. You about to make me act a fool up in here. Up in here. I'm going to tell you a story. This just came here. Has nothing to do with what I'm saying. This is a true story. I witnessed this at St. Anthony's Hospital. This lady was had been given and diagnosed with a terminal illness, and they called her family in and say, it looks like she has she has the death rattle and 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 she is is about to leave all right she 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 was unconscious we thought but they they tell you they can hear so her husband came and thought it would be safe because she had not spoken in a few days and had stopped eating and and thought it was safe for him to come and bring his girlfriend and so the girlfriend, rather than just stand there and be quiet, but I'm glad she did what she did, she grabbed the wife's hand and said, I want you to know that when you go over to see Jesus, I want you to know 
I'm going to be a good mother to your children. I'm going to take good care of them. And they can call me mama and, and that we're going to miss you. And at that moment, she opened up her eyes and got up and slapped the spit out of her mouth. Bam! <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. And went on to live another 60 years. <laughs> y'all give him something? Did y'all give him some CBD oil with, with some THC or whatever that is? <laughs> what's that? What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> so let me get on point back. <laughs> point to uh, Community is everything. Being in a community of collaborative, achievement-driven, supportive relationships. And so, and I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be your motivator. I'm going to be your encourager. I'm going to be the one that will teach you methods and techniques as well as some of my major players teach you how to begin to create more income for yourself. We're going to do it in CBD oil and other things. It's just got a lot of options today. Multiple streams of income. Side hustles. That's the name of the game. Okay. All right. <laughs> that You got a glimpse of Les Brown who used to be on WVKO in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> that was back in the day. I think I was about, about 27, 28. <laughs> I still got the juice at 75. Don't you underestimate me, honey. I still got it like that. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed what I've said. I'm looking for people that are hungry. I'm looking for people who want another option. I'm looking for people who want to create another path for themselves, who want to take their lives in another direction. I'm looking for the hungry ones, people who want to be in a positive, motivated environment. I'm looking for people who are coachable and are hungry and want to learn how they can begin to earn more money than they've ever dreamed of earning before. I'm looking for people who want to learn how to create non-performance income, learning how to earn money while you sleep. Oh, this is incredible time. This, this, this is incredible time. You have something special. I want you to go right now. Go there now. Go there now. I want you to go to workwithless.com. Workwithless.com. And we're going to share information with you. And if the shoe fit, wear it. If it doesn't fit and it's your shoe, wear it anyhow. <laughs> But I tell you this, we're going to have a good time. We're going to take trips. We're going to have masterminds. We're going to do some exciting things. Yes. Why? Because we can. You have something special. You have greatness in you. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I want you to go right now. Don't, don't, don't wait. Go right now and get some friends to go with you to work with less Com. This has been Mrs. Mamie Brown's baby boy. It's been a plum-pleasing pleasure as well as a privilege. God bless you and God bless your dream.